If they've already said, I want this coffee, you could do an order bump going, hey, would you like to double your order, add another one, and I'll give you 50% off your second one. Or you can say, add two more, and we buy two, get one free. So you, you, you configure that order bump to where you're getting more money of them buying the same exact thing they're already buying, which is one of my yeah. greatest hacks there is. It's like, yeah. if you're not offering people more of what they're already ordering, you're, you're leaving money on the table. Welcome to the e-commerce with me, your host, Matt Edmondson. The e-commerce podcast is all about helping you deliver e-commerce wow. And to help us do just that, I am chatting with today's very special guest, Mr. Greg Reiter from LaunchCot about boosting your e-commerce revenue strategies to increase your average order value. Oh yes, but before Greg and I dive into our conversation, which I'm very much looking forward to because I, like you, want to increase my average order value, let me share with you my podcast pick. Oh yes, a previous episode or two that I think you are gonna enjoy. Check out the episode I did called How to Take Small Steps to Grow Your E-Commerce Profits uh, with Tony, which was just, <laughs> Tony's such a legend. You definitely wanna check that out. And also check out my wonderful conversation maximizing the lifetime value of a customer with Valentin Radu. You can find both of those, both my podcast picks and our entire archive of podcast episodes for free on our website, which is ecommercecast.net. Plus, if you're there, sign up to our newsletter and we'll send out the links to the podcast picks along with the notes uh, from today's show that I'm going to have this amazing conversation with Greg. All of those notes will get delivered to your inbox totally free, totally automatically, totally amazing, which I think is pretty amazing. So make sure you sign up. Now, are you struggling to grow your e-commerce business? Do you feel like you're constantly spinning a million plates trying to figure out what to focus next? Well, let me tell you, I have been there and I know how frustrating it can be, which is why we're excited that the e-commerce cohort sponsors this show. E-commerce cohort helps e-commerce businesses like yours deliver an exceptional customer experience that drives results. And to help you get started, we're excited to announce a brand new free resource for you called e-commerce cycles. Even it's a mini course which walks you through our pre-work for building a successful e-com business. I will show you the specific steps that I take in my own e-commerce companies so you can see exactly how to put these concepts into practice in your own business. And the good news is, of course, it's completely free. You don't even need an email address. So just head over now to access it at ecommercecycles.com. Just do me a favor. Let me know what you think. Uh, that's ecommercecycles.com to access training and get started today. It's time to start delivering e-commerce well to your customers with the help of e-commerce cohort. Yes, it is. Uh, but like I say, let me know what you think. Genuinely, uh, really, really curious. Now, Greg Reiter is known as the go-to guy for entrepreneurs who need advice. He's been around the block for over 35 years, doing everything from corporate finance to sales and marketing. Greg made big bucks in e-commerce using the same strategies he shares in his seminars and keynotes, which you've probably heard because 
because he told me before we hit the record button, he's been on over 700 stages. Oh yes. Nowadays, he is running the show at LaunchCart, a SaaS e-commerce platform that he founded himself, uh, which we're gonna get into. Greg, absolutely amazing to have you here, man. Thanks for coming on the show. Really appreciate it. How are you doing, my friend? Live life, man. Love and life. And thanks. Thanks for uh, having me. I look forward to sharing whatever wisdom and knowledge and advice I can with any e-commerce guys out there that want to help avoid some landmines. Because I've stepped on all the landmines. So I want to help, <laughs> <laughs> I want to help I think, you avoid the ones that I missed. Yeah, yeah. I think that's it's really funny, isn't it? I, I often get introduced as e-commerce has had more failures than successes. It's just, I often say to people, my, my successes far outweigh my failures. Um, but I think you learn more from the landmines, right? From the failures yeah. than, than from anything else. And I think yeah. that experience in life is something quite wonderful. So let's jump into this, Greg. Why do people refer to you as the entrepreneur's best friend? I'm really curious. This is something that Salas put in the notes here, the producer, and I'm, I'm intrigued, my friend. Yeah, so so you ever read the book Rich Dad Poor Dad? I have. Guy Kawasaki, I think, was the author. Yeah, yeah. So uh, uh, actually, that it, it was a uh, uh, not Guy Kawasaki. That was the Garage dot com. Yes, uh, it Rich was. Dad Poor Dad was by uh, now Robert. Just my mind. Yeah, Robert. Uh, um, I know who you mean. I can picture him in my head as well. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Me too. It'll come to me in a second. But anyway, I always tell people that book was written about me. I was born into a really, really wealthy family from Denver, Colorado. And there's like, they built homes and sky rises and restaurants and bars, oh, wow. and like in, in downtown Denver, amongst all the high risers, there's a whole square block named Ryder Square after my family. And my parents got divorced when I was two. I went with my mom. My mom got married and divorced, married and divorced and married again. So I had three stepdads and my rich dad. Wow. And my rich dad taught me to invest when I was 19 years old. And then I ended up getting my stockbroker's license when I was 20, 21. And then I read Think and Grow Rich and started getting into Jim Rohn and Dennis Waitley and Zig mm -hmm. Ziglar and Brian Tracy and Tony Robbins. And I thought to myself, this guy that I'm working for is taking 50% of my paycheck. I'm going to buy him out. So I go to my dad and I go, Dad, I want to buy out the guy I work for. He goes, go for it. So that, that, that mindset and that mentality that you can mm -hmm. do whatever you can, my dad was very supportive of that. So was my mom. Anyway, I bought the firm I worked for. And I was hailed as the youngest owner of an investment bank in the history of the United States of America. Wow. <laughs> and that, wow. that was the first big mistake of my life. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what, owning the bank or being the youngest owner? Or maybe both? Yeah, yeah, both. Yeah, because, you know, really Wall Street just ate me for lunch. It's like they'd give me a million and make two and they'd give me another two million and take three. And it's just like, whoa, this little Ponzi yeah. scream of Wall Street was killing me. But... I will say this, I, it, 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 I really became an early adopter and I was always financing and raising money for companies and doing IPOs for the early stage companies. So example, Home Shopping Network, I raised them their original seed capital. The guy came in the office and said, hey, we're going to start a television station, 724, 365 and oh, sell wow. stuff, direct to consumers. And then back in the early 80s, there was only three stations. Cable was just coming out. No one had ever given their credit card over the phone. But yet, you know, I believed in him and we ended up raising him some money. And I actually coined, I'm a copycat marketer, but I did, they do a few original things. And one of them was mm. I coined this term torrential downpour economics. Okay. And, and that is, that is when an investor believes in an entrepreneur, right? And that entrepreneur goes on to create something that creates this torrential downpour of economics, not trickle down, torrential downpour. So you think about the home shopping network, right? 
Yeah. Think of the billions and billions and billions of dollars in jobs from all the TV stations, from all the advertising, from all the inventors, from the shipping people, from the manufacturing people, just all of the people that that business touched. Yeah. Torrential yeah, yeah. downpour economics. So anyway, that, that was kind of my life. And so my first 18, 20 years of my life, I did that. Then I retired from the, the, the investment banking career and started co I started Angel Investors Network, which was one of the very first angel groups online. And I started coaching and mentoring thousands and thousands of, of, of early stage entrepreneurs and inventors. And I've done that pretty much my whole life. I'm 61 years old. and I've been doing this since I was 21. And my little bio needs to get updated because it's now closer to 40 years, right? Wow. Um, and, that, and, and over that time, I've helped everybody from doing, you know, the, the napkin stage to, you know, getting their business plans and their financial mm -hmm. projections and raising the capital, investors and strategy to guys that are going from 10 million to 100 million, right? Mm -hmm. So I really, and that's kind of how I got that, the entrepreneur's best friend. And, and like you said, you, you, you learn so much more from those failures and successes. And again, because of me being a, a financial backer, I have the it, wisdom and insights of failures of multiple mm. different industries and multiple yeah. different sectors and multiple different ver verticals. So it even gave me a little bit more, you know, insights. And now I am an entrepreneur. So that's that's that story. <laughs> Whistle stop tour. And I'm I, I I I love your energy. You know, you're in your sixties and you're still sounding pretty passionate about the whole thing, which is uh, fantastic. But yeah, uh, I appreciate be that. before we get into um, a whole bunch of questions, which I have, my overarching question. Greg, because I can see you, right? We record this on video, and if you're watching on YouTube, you will see exactly what I'm seeing. What is that record on the wall behind you? Oh, so uh, that was a little award that I got for doing a million dollars in one week on ClickFunnels. Wow. Yeah, you know, so they give you these different awards, and we did a million dollars in five days uh, online. But, yeah, I'm a, I'm a big e-commerce guy. I actually bought... And when, when I retired from the e-commerce industry or from the investment banking world and I moved out here to San Diego mm. in 1997, there was a mall, an internet mall called First Net Mall, 1ST Net Mall. And I okay. bought that mall. It was like what was like one of the very first and most successful e-commerce sites on the internet in 1997. Mm. And that was before we even had Google and, and Yahoo. And there was like there was like these other search engines that indexed alphabetically. So if you typed in shopping mall or shop online, it came up number one. <laughs> Uh, because it was first net mall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, and that genius. was that was another big mistake in life because as soon as, as, soon as Google and the and the and the, and the, you know, the re related searches came through, that that mall just died. But it was a drop shipping mall. Can you believe that drop shipping wow. back in 1997? Wow, it's funny, isn't it? And these things come back around again, and you just you do. I think you see things in cycles, don't you? You do see things come and go, and you're just like, oh, that'll be back yeah. in six years' time. That'll be back. Yeah. So, what were you selling um, via ClickFunnels, if I can ask, that created such dynamic sales in five days? Actually, it was the very first re reiteration of our e-commerce platform. It was a WordPress plugin for e-commerce that had funnels and it had uh, you know upsells, downsells, cross sells, and all kinds of really cool features and functionality that you didn't get on Shopify and you didn't get on WooCommerce. Mm. And then that led me to be uh, a WordPress support company <laughs> because it was a WordPress plugin. You know, I, I, I signed up thousands of people on this platform and then I'm like, dude, what are we doing all day? WordPress support. Like, okay. And that's one of the reasons why we created LaunchCart. It's like, okay, yeah, yeah. we're going to create our own platform. 
So, I mean, you know, again, if you're watching on video, one of the things that the uh, viewer will notice about you, Greg, is you are properly merched up, right? I feel quite <laughs> inadequate in terms of, I have no merch on to me today whatsoever, um, but you are very merched up with the hat and the, 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 the hoodie there. So what is Launch Cart? You know, so, so Launch Cart, you know, entrepreneurs solve problems, right? So whenever somebody starts talking about problems, I say to myself, some entrepreneur is going to fix that. Like that's that's what we do, right? Mm -hmm. And so, the, a little background is I, I ended up starting a company. I, I invested in a company called Star Shop, and it was a celebrity-driven shopping app, and it had all these big celebrities in it. And I went out to New York City to visit my investment, and I met the guy that was bringing in these celebrities. And I had this idea. I said, "Hey, I want to start a company called Celebrity Lifestyle Brands, mm -hmm. and I want to basically partner with these." you know, Kylie Jenner's of the world, and these influencers and help them mm -hmm. build a brand, help them monetize through e-commerce, but help them with asset protection and, you know, and building wealth and brand equity and all the things that kind of my background and my experience would kind of help people with. And so not really as I paid for service and my, and my partner, he said, let's do this together. And I'm like, why? He goes, well, I launched Jennifer Lopez's brand, Nicki Minaj's brand, Adam Levine's brand. Mm -hmm. He's a whale. So he's like, and I'm wrapping up the stuff I'm doing with Tom Hilfiger. So anyway, we formed this company called Celebrity Lifestyle Brands. Next thing you know, I'm doing stuff and doing e-commerce for Carlos Santana and Bethany Frankel and uh, consulting with the Sofia Vergara brand, working on all these big celebrities. And one thing you know with e-commerce is celebrities and that little, I call it the pixie dust, right? Your lead cost is cheaper, your AOV yeah. is more, your, you know, yeah. your customer acquisition cost is down. So we started doing millions and millions of dollars on Shopify. And this goes back to 2015, 2016, 2017. Mm -hmm. And and if you know anything about Shopify, you know that it's an app-driven platform. So you have to get mm -hmm. an app for this and an app for that and an app for this. I mean, for God's sakes, you have to get an app for custom reviews. How do you have an yeah. e-commerce platform in today's age without custom reviews? And so when we were working with these celebrity-driven sites, it was like, you know, we have 13, 14, 15 apps and the bill's $1,300 a month coming out of the gate. And it's like, this is ridiculous. And I remember uh, just going to support one day and typing in Shopify support, and and I saw their stock quote. I didn't even know they were publicly traded, and I went, right. oh, you know, and I, I got this investment banking background, so I went down that rabbit hole, and I even took a screenshot. It was September, it was like it was in it was 2018, and the screenshot showed they had a 10.2 billion dollar market cap, and I thought to myself, what? This company's yeah. got a 10 billion dollar market cap? I'm like, dude, we, we, we've got to put this business on hold and we got to go create launch cart and, and get back in this game because we have the crystal ball. We know the pain points, right? Mm -hmm. and like, I want to have a platform that one has the, the what I call the must have features built into it and then have the should have features built into it. And so launch cart really is nothing more than a Shopify alternative mm -hmm. that it, we've been building over the last four years. And I think of it as speed to market's faster, it's easier. And one of the reasons it's easier is it doesn't do everything you can do on Shopify, right? That scope creep and feature creep gets people going down these rat holes they shouldn't go down as a marketer. Uh, and then we built in the must-haves and some of the should-haves into the platform natively mm -hmm. to kind of get things going. And then I have another story about dropshipping that kind of added on to that. But that's kind of what LaunchCart is. It's just a basic e-commerce platform that we feel is going to be a better, faster, higher converting e-commerce platform for people that want to sell online. And you guys, it's great. So you guys have been around, what, five or six years now? Um, well, we, we, incor we, we incorporated in 2019 and we officially launched last in, in February of 2022. Oh, okay. Cool. So quite a, quite a sort of a new, a new venture, as, as it were. Yeah, exactly. And so how's it been going then so far? 
Well, because we have a freemium model and you can actually go si sign up for free and we'll take 6% of your sales and you can use our platform with no monthly fees. We've had 44,000 people sign up on the platform with basically no marketing, just word of mouth and people talking about it. And we have some e-commerce, what I call influencers like yourself, who go take a look at the platform and go, this is easier to onboard than mm -hmm. Shopify. It's easier to get people up and going. And then we also integrated with a few of the print on demand, manufacture on demand companies. So you can basically get your t-shirt and your merch store launched in a, in a matter of hours and be selling stuff online and, you know, very, very quickly. Fantastic. And, and what uh, what supplies, uh, merch supplies, um, t-shirt supplies? I'm just, the reason I'm asking this, Greg, uh, is more for my son, actually, who um, who is thinking of doing something online like that to try and finance his way through college or university, as I'd call it. So I'm just kind of curious. Very cool. Yeah, no, right now we integrate with Printful, which mm -hmm. is one of the world's largest companies. And uh, I, I they're a little bit more expensive than some of the other providers. But they also got, you know, they're also like a $1.3 billion company. They got $135 million in funding in 2021. Mm -hmm. and, they're, they're, they, and they also have a global footprint. They've got facilities in Latva. If I say that right, is I saying that right? Latva? Um, Latvia. Japan. Mm -hmm. Latvia. Yeah. And Japan and Australia and Canada, United States. Mm -hmm. You know, so, so they have a worldwide footprint, which is good. And then, and then we integrated with Printify, which Printify is that kind of like, integrations with a whole bunch of small mom and pop and other other vendors yeah and we're going to be integrating with more and more and more as the as the customer base requests it as well fantastic so do you have yet um uh, or, or are you still waiting on the, the the stories to arrive as sort of a favorite story of someone that sort of signed up and just managed to hit a vein and is is going forward in a big way you know what's interesting? We've had a couple of political customers do that, right? That got on got on the platform and launched their, you know, selling their yard signs and their bumper stickers and their t-shirts and hats. They do a couple hundred thousand dollars in a few months during the political campaigns. Uh, but no, no one that's really busted out and had one of those, you know, those those you know, fifty thousand shirt seller type things yet. But they're coming, and we're just now in the marketing space. And we had a really cool thing. We had a really cool guy join our board of directors. And we're doing some really, we got some really cool stuff that's, and, and again, that, that piece of it, the launch cart piece is one third of really what the entrepreneurial, you know, my vision of what I want to build. Oh, so what are the other two thirds? If I've got a third of it, what's, what, what's the other two thirds? Okay. So I got to tell you a quick little story, another war story, right? Go for so, it. So as we're building launch cart, I had some friends that were doing drop shipping from China, right? Using Alibaba and AliExpress and that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. So we said, Hey, let's, let's start doing some drop shipping. And let's let's see what those pain points are. So as we're building LaunchCart, we can you know fix those pain points as well. So we got into drop shipping, and our first month we did about a million one, and then we did a million million. Anyway, in in eight months we did four hundred thousand sales. I collected four hundred thousand wow. credit cards, and did seventeen million in revenues, off of spending seven million dollars in ad spend with about a fifteen percent net profit. Wow. Now that's, I don't know anybody else who's done that many sales. Now, again, why was I able to do that? Like, like people, you know, I, I was like the quantify things, you know, as a trainer and a teacher is like, one is I had money. Mm -hmm. Like seriously, like I, when I wanted to scale something and do a hundred thousand dollars a day ad spend, I had the money to do that. And yeah. we literally were spending 50, 60, 70, hundred thousand dollars a day. Cause you're not going to do a million dollars. You're not going to do those kind of numbers if you're not spending the kind of money. That's one. Mm -hmm. Two, I also had 45 uh, people in the Philippines doing support. I had seven people spying on products and trying to find the products we're selling. And it just kind of got out of, it just, it just kind of mushroomed. And it, it actually, 
you know, thinking back, it was a huge mistake. It was, it was a little bit of a distraction, but it just, we, it just grew so fast. And, you know, and that mm. cash coming in, you're this entrepreneur going, this is incredible. Man. We, we sold 5,000 people yeah, yeah. today. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So that's the good news. Okay, that's the good news. The bad news is my China supplier didn't ship the last 50,000 products. Wow. They started shipping out empty envelopes and I started getting thousands and thousands and thousands of support tickets going, Hey, I got an empty envelope. Wow. So I went from working with all these celebrities doing e-commerce millions of dollars a month in revenues, a whole team blowing and going to, I was out of business in 45 days. And with my background and my history, I, I, I was just like, wow. If it can happen to me, it can happen to anyone type thing because I was blown away. But but basically, because I started giving refunds and we gave like 50,000 refunds, every bank account, every merchant account was shut down. The merchant yeah, account imagine. shut down and then the banks yeah. talked to the banks and PayPal talked to Chase and Chase. Boom, everything yeah. shut down. So anyway, that kind of took me to my knees and, and, you know, and, and, and praying some more. But that led me, that story led me to this is now I said, okay, I got to fix that problem. Right. Mm -hmm. I'm building launch cards, a SaaS platform. Now I'm going to build a drop shipping marketplace that we call the source and sell marketplace. Okay. And the source and sell marketplace is a marketplace that we're building where brands and manufacturers can upload and put their products in the source and sell marketplace and then allow launch cart sellers to sell those products on a drop ship basis. Now we're going to rebrand it and we're going to rebrand the whole industry as on demand e-commerce and mm -hmm. on demand product sourcing. Because I want to get away from the drop shipping negative connotation, yeah, yeah, and I want to have my I want to be number one in the category. So I was coach entrepreneurs for years. If you want to be number one in the category, create your category. Yeah. Right? yeah. So we're going to do the on-demand product sourcing, the on-demand e-commerce, and that's that's the second piece of the three piece. And you go, okay, what's the third piece? Well, the third piece is banking as a service with blockchain. Well, what do you mean by that? What I mean by that is now when you come into LaunchCart, when this is all said and done, you're going to get a bank account. Right. And you're going to and then when, the, when we onboard customers into the in, in vendors and manufacturers and brands into the source and sell marketplace, they're going to get a bank account. So now when you come shopping at my site, let's say one of my sites is called Rescue Joe. It's a coffee brand. Drink a cup, save a pup. And we donate money to dog rescues. Right. OK. And you come and you buy my coffee and you got, you're getting ready to go to checkout. And this is wait before you go. Would you like to add a French press to your to your order? But I don't sell French presses. But my predictive analytics, you know, AI is everything these days, right? The yeah. AI predictive analytics that says, hey, this guy's also looking for a French press. It pulls a French press from the marketplace and puts it in front of the customer to increase the average order value mm -hmm. as well as the lifetime value of the customer. And then if I add that French press to my order and I check out at the point of purchase, the money for the cost of goods that French press gets deposited into the manufacturer, that Prince Prince bank account. And I get my commission to my bank account. So that solves a whole bunch of problems. Yeah, One clever. is the real brands are worried about digital marketers and blue and go crooks selling stuff online, taking the money, shutting the store down, open up another store, taking the money and running. So they're never going to let you sell you know, Prada or Louis Vuitton or any real brand because they're more protected about brand protection. But mm -hmm. now that I split the payment off at the point of purchase and they get paid instantly, they're pretty happy about that. Two, as an entrepreneur, when I was doing those 400,000 sales, it was an accounting nightmare. 
Can you imagine 400,000 orders? We probably sold three or 400, 500 different products. So money's going to different vendors, refunds, different vendors. It was a nightmare. My, my accounting department could not figure it out, could not keep up with it. But now if, if we do it at the point of purchase, and it's all with technology and it's all recorded on the blockchain, boom. Now as an entrepreneur, I don't do any bookkeeping. And then mm -hmm. we're going to take in, we're going to book it, we're going to figure out the whole tax situation and automatically pay the taxes. Because now, you know, every state in the United States wants their little tax cut for the internet sales. Yeah. So we're yeah. just going to figure out that whole banking as a service. And then we'll give you a debit card and we'll give you a bank account and you'll be able to transfer funds online. And we might become one of the biggest, you know, banking partners in the world if we can put a few mm -hmm. million people on our platform. And then it also lowers the barrier of entry for people in places like Bangladesh or South Africa or Ghana mm. and these other parts of the world where they have a hard time getting a bank account. Yeah. Wow. So that's the three pieces of the puzzle. That's the P three piece of the puzzle. And what you can do with that at the end of the day is is unparalleled to anybody else in the marketplace. Yeah, it sounds I mean you've got a lot going on there, Greg. I mean I'm not yeah. gonna let you a lot going on. That sounds awesome. And I, I can see why you're going down the road that you're going down. I mean and I'm listening to you talk going why that makes sense that makes sense so i'm not listening here going well, why would you do that that doesn't make any sense it's, it's all obvious now when you th when you now you've sort of joined all the technologies together and you kind of go yeah I, I can see how that would work um i'm especially excited with the fact that now people in bangladesh can start trading on a worldwide platform um much yeah. easier as well because i think the globalization uh of of the markets we've it's fine if you live in the UK, it's fine if you live in the States, but it's it's never been that fine if you live in um, sub-Saharan Africa or something like that. So um, it'll be interesting to see what happens when those guys can actually start coming on and playing the same game, really. Yeah. Um, so obviously, I mean, a lot of passion, a lot of drive, a lot of stuff going on there. Um, and the title of today's podcast, Boost Your E-Commerce Revenue Strategies to Increase Your Average Order Value. So let's let's dig into that a little bit. Some of the stuff that you've discovered along the way. And I'm imagining, Greg, you figured some stuff out and you've gone, that needs to be a feature in LaunchCop because that's going to increase average order value, right? So what are some of the things you deliberately added to LaunchCop to help increase average order value and why did you add them? Uh, I'll tell you that. So let me add one, one, let me squeeze one little thing in there that also ties into this. So one of the first things we did is we wanted to have a checkout page editor. So, so to me, the checkout page, right, is the most mm -hmm. important page on the website because that's the moment of truth. That's when you're giving me your credit card. So we gave our users the ability to add images, you know, like mm. on my Rescue Joe, again, I have a phone number that says, hey, got questions? Call me right now. And I put my phone number on there. Do I ever get mm -hmm. a call? No, but it increases trust. Yeah. Right. And then you can put trust seals on the checkout page. You can put uh, countdown timers and scarcity timers on the countdown page. You can add images to your count. Your, I mean, not your countdown page to your checkout page. So we call that the checkout page editor, which is the beginnings of you know increasing that. That's going to increase your conversions because it increases your trust. Then the and next that's actually is, um, that. Sorry to interrupt, Greg. That's quite a differential with Shopify. Because this has always yeah. been one of the pain points that people have with Shopify. And don't get me wrong, I like Shopify. Shopify is a great platform. We've used it a lot over the years. Um, but the reason I am not a a solely Shopify man for my own sites is because you 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 can design the site, you can't design the checkout. There's very right. little flexibility, right? Right. You can if you're on their Shopify Plus program mm -hmm. for 2000 and you have some really good coders. <laughs> yeah. So, well, you can uh, now. I mean, it's not always been the case, has it? I mean, it's a sort of true. a more recent right. thing with Shopify. Yeah. Right. 
So we built in that, so that helps increase your conversions, right? Then you say, okay, then what can help increase your, your AOV? And that's like an order bump. So right on the checkout page, we allow you to add an order bump with a little red checkered box or not a red checkered box. You can kind of customize how the order bump box looks. But we, we kind of coach people, you know, let's say I'm selling my Rescue Joe coffee or a shirt, and I know they probably have a rescue dog, then maybe I have a digital ebook that says, hey, you know, how to potty train your rescue dog or something along mm -hmm. those lines. So now I have a digital download, which we also allow digital downloads with our platform. And so now I can have that did that 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 order bump going, hey, add this digital download to about seven bucks. Yep, cool. Let me add that to there. Or like we did, we did a test with a Shopify store selling jewelry. And we did a test where we offered uh, 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 wrapping you know wrapping where you, yeah. you wrap the gift you wrap the yeah. gift Careful and our order bump now they had a, they had an app that they had installed on their on shopify but our order bump outperformed their order bump like three to one theirs was converting at about 22 percent. ours converted at 75 percent. and wow. you know you start tracking those numbers so really order bumps is the very first thing you do to increase your average order value can and i ask um why would yours outperform three to one what was different about the way you did the order bump well, their, their their order bump was on the product page, so right. so you you're, you're buying you, you've you've seen those before, right? On Shopify, yeah, the yeah, Shopify yeah. apps, it's the order bumps. They add gift shit, add gift wrapping on the product page. Yeah. Whereas when we order, we offer it on the checkout page, it converted three to one. So that's just another insight. Going there, you go, right? And mm. again, I wouldn't have known that unless we tested it. Yeah. 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 Yeah, that's really interesting. And for those that are maybe new to e-commerce, Greg, just explain what you mean by order bump, just so we're sort of all clear on terminology. Okay. Well, you know what? And the other thing we always tell people is you're experiencing it every day, right? Would you like fries with that Coke? Or would you like Coke <laughs> with those fries, right? Yeah. So it, it, it's like you're just trying to add something at the point of checkout mm -hmm. to their order that's relevant to their order or uh, is going to be additive to their order, or maybe in a lot of situations, it's just order more of the same. If they've already said, I want this coffee, you could do an order bump going, hey, would you like to double your order, add another one, and I'll give you 50% off your second one. Yeah. Or you could say, add two more, and we buy two, get one free. So you, you, you configure that order bump to where you're getting more money of them buying the same exact thing they're already buying, which is one of my yeah. greatest hacks there is. It's like, yeah. if you're not offering people more of what they're already ordering, you're, you're leaving money on the table. Very good. Very good. I'm sorry, I'm just making notes as we go along. Uh, <laughs> so we've got the order bump. Um, and you're either selling another product or you're selling more of what you're already offering to the client. What else have you have you got on your on your note list? Well, going back to the whole funnels and the upsells and the downsells. So now we actually you know built in you know funnels and you know upsells and downsells. So, so with our platform, you can do up to five upsells or downsells. So and what I mean by upsells again for those of you maybe not familiar with that is now I've I've checked out. I put in my credit card. I hit checkout. So now the credit card has been charged for that first order that's in the cart. Now what happens is with the technology for good visualizations, now that credit card's floating in space. And then another order says comes up and you, you've probably seen this before in some site, wait, before you go, would you like to, like again, if I'm buying some coffee, maybe I wanna sell them a coffee grinder, maybe I wanna sell them another t-shirt, maybe I wanna sell them something else. Yeah. Wait, before you go, would you like me to add this to your order and we'll give you free shipping or we'll give you a discount of thing and you can do an upsell. So that's called mm -hmm. an upsell. 
right? And if they add it to their order, we bill the credit card again before we, we cancel the, the, the transaction. So that can't, that credit card, so they don't have to go and put their credit card back in again. Mm -hmm. It's there. And then if we do that upsell, we can do them another upsell and another upsell, or we do what's called a downsell, which is they say no to that. Then you can say, well, if you didn't buy that, maybe you might want to buy this and you do what's called a downsell. And then we, and that's, and really that's just a, a lower priced product. You're just trying mm -hmm. to upsell them again, but it's called a downsell because we're giving them a lower priced product. And now you, you maybe try to upsell them that digital download or that ebook or something that's lower priced and get more money out of them. And it's, and, and, and you know what you hear all the time is, oh, I hate those. And it's like, yeah, but the guys, cash in the checks or don't hate those, right? Because yeah. statistically there's like, it's like 12% usually on the low, if you have it done right and you understand the, the concept of mm -hmm. this, you should be getting a you know 10 to 12% conversion post checkout on an upsell or downsell and you can get as much as 30%, right? So that's a big, big, big deal when you're trying to yeah. make money profit and, and especially now where you know you go back to when we were 2015 16 17 and even 2018 you know what we were our customer acquisition cost was three dollars five dollars eight dollars ten dollars now it's 15 18 20 25 30 right mm -hmm. so we have to bid figure out a way to get people to put more into their cart and add more to their cart and yeah, it's really not hard but you have to you have to know you have to just think it through as well what product goes with what product and you know how do you do that it's really interesting. And one of the things that has always intrigued me by the upsell um, thing, and Greg, maybe you, maybe you can speak to this a little bit, um, was that if I do an order bump, so let's say the original product was 20 bucks, and then I do an order bump, and that product is 15 bucks with an offer. So then the customer's going, well, now I was prepared to spend 20, and now I'm spending 35. They're seeing it collectively. Yeah, I've got a great offer there, but I'm still seeing the total price. Whereas on the upsell, they've gone through checkout um, and you're selling them a, 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 a product, promoting the product on the upsell. They don't see it as a combined figure anymore. It's not like, well, if I now add this, it's a total of 35 because the first transactions happened. Well, that was 25, uh, that was 20 bucks over there. Well, this is a separate thing for 15 bucks and it, it, it stops them adding the two numbers together. I don't know if that's true. That was something that I heard and I, I wonder if you can speak to that. I believe it is true, and, I, and, and again, I think it goes back to the personality types of the person that's on the other end of that computer, but I do believe it is true because, and it just goes back to making killer offers and killer prices, and you know, it's mm -hmm. normally $45, but you can get it for, and again, you think about this, um, hey, can you, oh, here's one right here, here's a good example. For those of you who are on YouTube, so I'm holding what's called a spin gym, right, and this mm -hmm. is like a little fitness thing, right, and so this is a little fitness thing that sells for 40 bucks. Wow. Okay, the cost on it, the cost on it's eight. They yep. sold two million of these on Home Shopping Network, right? <laughs> so if if my cost is eight, right, and 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 I want to sell them, this is another one I sell more of the same, right? So it's like, mm. hey, you bought you you just bought one for forty, buy three of them, and I'll give you two more for forty. Right? Mm -hmm. So it's a, it's buy it's buy buy two get one free, and then buy five of them, and I'm going to lower the price down to where it's maybe you know. Um, I don't even know what we did there, but you know, just so much significantly lower. Yeah. They go, wow, that's a smoking deal. And then you can also make it make sense because you should have one in your car. You should have one at your office. You should take yeah. one when you travel. You should give one to your spouse. You should give one to your friend. You know, so it's a great gift. It, it fits all those models of what mm. you want to do. And, and so I'm always trying to coach people going, what is that hero product 
that you can do that fits with the upsells, the downsells, sell more of the same to get the customer in the door because it's much easier to get them to buy again or buy something else through email marketing and that kind of stuff down the road if you have them as a customer. So it's, it's always, it, and, I, and specifically when I'm running ads, right? So if yeah. you're running ads, you got to really think what's that hero product and what, and again, stickers. I got these stickers that says, I love my rescue dog, you know, and it's come get your free sticker. And then when they get to our landing page, and that's the other thing that LaunchCart did to increase your, your, your average order value and your, your conversions is we built in pages. So now rather than sending to a shopping store, we can send you to a long form sales page. And it's like, mm -hmm. hey, get these stickers, just pay shipping and handling, a 10 pack, right? And now I get that credit card out. And I always tell people, the minute you got that credit card out, even if it's a dollar, dollar free trial, $7, you know, $3 for shipping, mm -hmm. they just became a customer versus a prospect. And a yeah. customer is going to read your emails. They're going to pay more attention to you. And it's a whole different relationship the minute they pay for something. That's really important. It's a psychology aspect of it, isn't it? Which says if they've given me their credit card, like you say, they're a customer. And that's that's really important. They call it the micro yes, don't they? And, and getting people to say yes, even something yep. small like that um, yep. is, 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 a, is, a, is a big, big deal. So what, out of again, out of your experience here, Greg, the stuff that you found, um, how do you distinguish between what's a good product, what's a good order bump, and what's a good upsell? How would I know which products to put in which place, if that makes sense? Yeah, you know what? It's, I always tell people I'm really good at marketing. I'm probably one of the top digital marketers on the planet. I mean, when you spend $7 million of your own money on Facebook ads and Google ads and all that kind of stuff, you get really good at it, right? <laughs> you, you find right? a few things out, right? You, you learn yeah, a few yeah. things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, when it's your money, you pay a little bit more attention. Than <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's true. Yeah. Uh, but, but, I, but I tell people, as good as I am, I'm only right maybe half the time. The audience mm. is always right. So it's always about split testing. I could look at a product and go, that's a great product. It's going to it's fly off the shelves. And it's it, so it's, if you're not a B split testing constantly. Right. Mm -hmm. And it's always about the, the it's always about the customer journey, the landing page, the product page, the checkout page, the upsells, downsell pages. And there's optimizations you can do at every single stage of the customer journey. And they even back up to the Facebook ads, the headline on the ad, the image on the ad, the video on the ad. You know, yeah. that customer journey, it's always about can I increase one or two percentage points on this this piece of the customer journey, then one or two percent here and then one or two percent here and then one or two percent here. And now on that three or four or five-step customer journey, I've increased at seven or eight percent. That's the difference between going broke and making money. Mm. So, and then it's always different. So if I'm doing a t-shirt brand, right, or I'm trying to sell some some graphic tees because I'm a 12-year-old or a 14-year-old and I want to I love skateboarding or I love snowboarding. Well, now we use spy tools. And there's spy tools where you can go look at Amazon, you can go look at Etsy. And you can say, you can just type in, you know, surfboard, you know, or surfing, you know, graphic tees, or you can type in anything and you know, rescue dog graphic tees and you'll see all the designs come up and then the spy tools can actually tell you which ones are selling which ones aren't selling then you go okay look at that design that design selling yeah. okay so let me take that design and make it mine like we don't ever tell people rip it off and copy people mm -hmm. make it yours take the same concept make it stuff and make it yours and then you got at least at least you have an edge up to know that hey people are actually buying that design and yeah. then and then the last piece of that question i think that i would say is you know, building brands, selling products, when and if you can, it's emotion. Like, what can you do 
to bring emotion out. So there's a new client that we're, that we're going to be onboarding into the source and sell marketplace. And I've never said this publicly, but I'm going to share it with you. This is so cool. These guys have a technology to print words, personalized words on roses. So, <laughs> so, wow. so I could say, I could send roses to my wife that says, I love you, Mary, happy Valentine's Mary, Merry Christmas, Mary. And it's printed in white lettering on a red rose. And we're just trying to get with them. They do this on a local, local basis, but we're trying to get them to figure out the supply side side of it so they can ship them all over the world and then and then kind of hook that stuff up. Um, and they said their number one seller is, I'm sorry, people say, I'm sorry. Please. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so that's, wow. So I just need to figure out how to print, I'm sorry, on a red rose and I'll, I'll clean up. But um, no, that's, right. that's really, really so, so you think about you think about the emotion that that, yeah, product yeah, yeah. Can, that does and that also can deliver and same thing with jewelry and say gifts for valentine's day and birthdays and anniversaries and and again you, you know we're always telling people look there's cyclical stuff to e-commerce and you know this more than anybody right it's like we have all of our holidays if you're not really putting stuff together like like a, we just had saint patrick's day and i see a lot of people just like blip on saint patrick's day saint patrick's day is one of the biggest t-shirt and and and, and graphic tees of the season People right. love those, 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 that stuff. So, and it's such an easy target to target, right? You know, the, yeah. the Irish, you know, St. Patty Day lovers. So you got to go after the holidays and you got to be just real cognizant of what you're doing. So, you know, your question is a good question, but it could be different based on holidays, could be different based mm. on time of year. But one thing that's always consistent is if you can get people to feel something, we always teach people when you're building a brand, they might forget what you say, they might forget mm. what you do, but they'll never forget what you, how, how you make they them make feel. feel. Yeah. There's such a powerful statement, isn't it? Um, Greg, earlier on, you touched on this um, topic of reviews with um, Shopify, one of the big problems with Shopify. So I'm guessing with uh, LaunchCot, you've got a review system built in. Yeah. How have you seen reviews affect, say, average order value? And what would us, what's your strategy for getting people to leave reviews, good reviews? Well, that's a good question. So, so it, it, it's critical, and, and it's and, and it's really hard for people that are new, right? Because you don't have any reviews, and so people are coming to your new store, and there isn't mm. any reviews. So, it's really, really critical that you do solicit reviews. Now, what I suggest people do, and this is getting easier, and I haven't done what I'm getting ready to say. I'm, I'm going to tell you what I do and what I've done, and I'm going to tell you what what's coming. Mm -hmm. And what I've done, what I've done is I've used this 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 technology called BombBomb, and it's a video, it's mm -hmm. a video recording program where I record yep. a video. So you're the owner of the store. Hey, this is Greg, and I just want to say thank you so much for purchasing. You know that Rescue Joe coffee. It's going to go. We're going to help support Rescue Joe dogs and blah. And I just love it. You're going to be getting your product in about three to five days. And actually, I try to time the video to hit their inbox about within 24 to 48 hours of them okay. getting the actual product, right? Yeah, yeah. So if you can time that, um, then you just say, we really would appreciate a review. You know, we're doing a lot of good out there and the more reviews we have, it's gonna show people out there. And if you have any problems, here's our support number. I'll call them, I will personally make sure you get the best white glove, you know, customer service ever. And again, who does that? Like mm. you, you compare yourself to every e-commerce out there. Have you ever got a video like that from the CEO or the founder of the business? And especially as a small business, we have to do stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, totally. Now, the other thing I've done, and Shopify has an app for this, and someday we'll probably integrate an app for this at LaunchCart, but they have a postcard system that you can pay an extra dollar or dollar ten or whatever it was, and it will send a postcard out 
you know, to that customer. So I think that's another really great way as well. So yeah. you send a postcard out. Thank you for your order. And it just going over and above and stepping it up. But where it's going is now with AI, you can record a video and it'll like merge your lips. And, you know, because again, the whole thing is if I record a video that's generic, it's better than nothing. Mm-hmm. But if I record a video that says, hey, Matt, thanks for your order. And I recorded your name. They go, wow, that guy just took the time to make a, re- a video for me. Yeah. So you use these new AI tools to record a video and then boom, pop that video out to every order you got. And then and then that link and then and then you can do that in your sequence to getting, you know, we have a three mail, three email sequence that goes out to ask for reviews. You can just put that video right in your sequence. Mm. That's really clever. Really good. So what's in the other two emails? You've got uh, your three email sequence. So one of them is with the video. What else do you think works? You know, really, it's just it's just pulling on human emotion as to and again, because we're working with a lot of early stage, you know, companies and doing print on demand and stuff. I always tell people, you got to tell your story. You got to mm-hmm. do like the indoctrination emails, like who you are, and what you're about. And, you know, I'm a single you know, stay at home mom and, you know, I am you know, uh, you know, handicapped or I got fired because I didn't want to take, you know, whatever it is, right? Mm-hmm. They need to try to indoctrinate their customers to a, an emotional pull to who they are and let them know that you're a human being and they're buying and supporting a human as if I walked yeah. down Grand Avenue and I went into your store and I bought something from your gift store. Yeah. So I think it's that that's what I'm, I'm to me, the first one or two emails are always about indoctrination um, of, of who you are and what your business is about. And your vision kind of like mm. you with this today now it's kind of hard to do this on a, you know we have plenty of time today but when anybody in the e-commerce world here's my vision of a launch cart SaaS platform a source and sell marketplace and banking as a system i've never had anyone go well, i don't think that's gonna fly yeah everyone goes just what you said well oh, that's interesting ah oh, you're yeah. solving that problem wow you can pull yeah. that off that'd be amazing so yeah no, absolutely totally it would be amazing um i'm really intrigued by it greg listen um where do people find out more about LaunchCart uh, if they want to know more about? I'm just aware of time, so it, you know, if people listening to the show going, "Man, this is this is intriguing me," um, I'm going to check it out. Either they're on Shopify or they're starting out, or maybe they're on a different platform looking. Where, where, how do they find out more about what you guys are doing? Yeah, you know, it's really just LaunchCart.com, and we have a a, a, a nice if you search LaunchCart. On Facebook, we have a nice community and we're always doing training. I have seven figure trainers that train every week and we have different flavors and different kinds of training. And we're always doing things we can to train because we know that my biggest issue as a SaaS company and a businessman is I have to get you onboarded and I have Mm -hmm. to get you making sales or you're gone. And I do want to share one other thing that's really cool. Have you ever heard of the guy, the name Master P? No. So there's a there's a there's a, a hip hop guy or he used to be a hip hop guy named Master P from from the from the South New Orleans. He sold over a hundred million albums, African American. Yeah, and he and he became one of the biggest hip hop guys. Started his own label called uh, No Limit Records, and and then he helped launch guys like Snoop Dogg and and and, and Fifty Cent and a lot of these rap industries. And then he became a businessman, started buying up real estate, and doing all kinds of stuff. Well, he's been a friend of mine for about 12 years. He just right. joined our board of directors. Oh, so wow. he's the new he's the new chairman of our board and his influence is, is is significant. So in honor of him joining our chairman of our board, we created this thing called the Chairman Special. And the Chairman Special is you can get we have a we have our free plan, our $27 a month plan, 
our $97 a month plan and our $297 a month plan. Mm-hmm. And there's different levels of all the funnels and all the all the bells and whistles you get as you go up that ladder, that paywall. But the $297 plan obviously is the best plan. Mm-hmm. So in honor of him joining, we created the 85% off the $297 plan. So right now, um, you can get the $297 plan for $43.97 a month. And we're going to do that for the first 2,023 people that sign up to commemorate 2023, the year 2023. Wow! So it's a smoking deal, and um, and and like we're really committed to building the faster, better, higher converting e-commerce platform. And mm-hmm. and and you know, and in your opening, you talked about your little recommendation of the other thing. We also have a friend of mine who has this company called LTV Numbers, and we're going to be integrating some lifetime value calculation figures into our platform, and that guarantee you that we the absolute best that's ever mm-hmm. been put into an e-commerce platform because I'm a numbers guy and I always recognize if you can't track it, you can't optimize it. That's so we're going to continue to build things that that help people sell more. We want to empower entrepreneurs. We want to power communities. We want to power countries and we want to build something significant and make a difference in the world. Fantastic. Fantastic. Well, go get your, uh, be one of the 2000 people that get that smoking hot uh, deal, the chairman special. I assume, um, Greg, that's grandfathering that rate. Is that is that always going to be at eighty five percent off? Yeah, yeah. Okay, of so course, of course. Yeah. Check it out now, Greg. How do people reach you? How do they connect with you if they want to do that? You know, my I, my name is Greg Writer, and everyone's like, they think when I have the name tags at events, it's like, oh, are you a writer? And I go, yeah. <laughs> I've written. Like, well, written anything, right? A so, SaaS platform. Uh, yeah, exactly. So it, it's it's Greg Ryder, W-R-I-T-E-R.com. I'm on Twitter. I'm on Instagram. I'm on Facebook. I'm everywhere. I'm very accessible. I've been online for since 1997. So um, I'm out there and I'm communicating and doing everything I can to empower and, and just share and help people. Because I believe what Zig Ziglar told me and taught me in the early 80s, help enough people get what they want and you'll get what you want. And I really do believe that and I live it. Absolutely. Zig Ziglar, what a legend. Uh, yeah, I, yeah I, I love that guy. I fell in love with him when I was an early entrepreneur. And just l- absorbed all of his tapes, which is what they were back then, weren't they? You know, you got yeah. the tapes. Uh, <laughs> you had to listen to those. Uh, listen, Greg, thanks for coming on the show, man. Super excited to hear what you guys are doing. Love your passion uh, and what you've got going on and your vision for the future. That's awesome. And um, I hope it goes super well. Maybe we'll get you back on the show in about, I guess, about six, 12 months time. You can tell us how it's all going and bring some great stories, I guess. I, I love it. I appreciate it. Appreciate you. And I always tell people, do what I do. Wake up every day with an attitude of gratitude, which is something I learned from Jim Rohn, I think. And, mm. and, and, then, and then I added this, tell somebody you love them and you'll have a better day. <laughs> that's very true I, I, I like that one I do like that one that's awesome fantastic there you have a great conversation with Greg big thanks to Greg again for joining me today also a big shout out to today's show sponsor the e-commerce cohort remember to check out their free online training at ecommercecycles.com. Also be sure to follow the e-commerce podcast wherever you get your podcast from because we have got some more great conversations lined up and I don't want you to miss any of them. Yes, I don't. So make sure you sign up. And in case no one has told you yet today, you are awesome. Created awesome. And it's just a burden you have to bear. Greg has to bear it. I have to bear it. 
and you, dear listener, have got to bear it as well. Now, the e-commerce podcast is produced by Orion Media. You can find our entire archive of episodes on your favorite podcast app. The team that makes this show possible is Sadaf Bainon, Estella Robin, and Tanya Hutzelak. Our theme song was written by Josh Edmondson. And as I mentioned, if you would like to read the transcript or show notes, head over to the website ecommercepodcast.net. And if you're there and you haven't done so already, sign up to the newsletter and get all of this good stuff straight to your inbox for free. Now that's it from me. That's it from Greg. Thank you so much for joining us. Have a fantastic week wherever you are in the world. I'll see you next time. Bye for now.